is Get Lively with Bailey Friedman and Casey Miles. This podcast is brought to you by The Technique, our on-campus newspaper, as well as Rec Radio, who has partnered with us to bring tech students, quality entertainment, and the freshest, dankest news. So what we want to talk about today is arts at tech. And if you don't know what this is, don't worry. Many of us don't know what this is. But I think kind of what Casey and I wanted to talk about and what we've been noticing is how little recognition and how little attention arts get here at Tech. Yeah, I would agree. Um, there are a few. There are always a few exhibits going on around campus, and there are things on campus that people don't really notice um, that go a long way towards giving Tech students the opportunity to appreciate and practice art. And I think beyond those, the Tech students in general, and Tech maybe in another way, uh, don't practice art enough. But um, right now, I think the main exhibits that are on campus is there's one on the third floor of the Clough Undergraduate Learning Commons uh, about Big Al, I think is the name of the tree, the willow tree that fell. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a nice little small setup there um, from one of the classes last semester that did a project on that tree and its history and everything. The class is LMC 3318, Environmental Eco-Criticism. And for their final project, they wrote a book about the trees on campus, um, and they actually had the fortunate or rather unfortunate event of Big Al falling, which they got to write about. And then the other one is in the Paper Sciences Building, which many people don't get to, but that is on the corner of 10th and Hemphill. And the Paper Science Building actually has a small paper museum in it, and they have a special exhibit going on right now with handcrafted books. Yeah, this exhibit in the Paper Museum is called Formation, and it's actually running for quite a while. Um, It goes until March 1st, so you still have time to see it if you would like to. It's been in the Paper Museum since November 1st, but basically it's just um, an exhibit of different handcrafted books from all over the country, um, from different curators, and it's just a a cool, a cool little thing, a hidden gem on campus, I would say. And I genuinely like hadn't heard anything about it until earlier this week. And so I think that kind of like speaks to maybe lack of advertisement or something. I don't, I guess I don't really know what the problem is. Is it just the fact that like as students, we don't care that much. And so like we don't pay attention to when these things come or is it that they're advertised really poorly. I I mean, I guess it could be both. But. Yeah, I think both sides kind of feed into each other in that Georgia Tech doesn't really um, push the arts as well as they could and I think as well as they should because I think art is not only like necessary to just be a whole person, like to be complete and everything, but it's also a large part of engineering. Like engineering isn't all just cut and dry. Oh, you plug these numbers in and you get this result, that kind of thing. Like there is art involved in engineering and tech doesn't really do a good job of advertising that or like emphasizing that in my opinion. And then obviously the students don't like a lot of students don't push back at tech like, Hey, I want these resources. Now there are small groups as we saw with under the couch this past year with the new student center coming in and their space being diminished. Um, there are students that are fighting against this, but it's not a large portion of tech. It's a very small minority. Yeah. I think that's a good point. Um, just like as someone who is a liberal arts major and specifically <laughs> Casey's making a face. Just chuckling. <laughs> well, like LMC has this facility at tech that is called poetry at tech and it's on the bottom floor of Skiles. So it's super visible. Like if you're walking on Skiles walkway or if you're walking out of the Colk or anything like that, 
But even as like an LMC student, I've never been to an event at Poetry at Tech, which is kind of bad. But I very rarely hear of like what's going on there. I do my freshman year. I did go to a poetry reading that was hosted by them. But like I've never actually been inside the facility and I've never seen like what it was about or like what the purpose of it is. And I wish that these things had a greater presence on campus, but I think in order for them to have that presence, then like we as students have to do a better job of paying attention to them and, you know, investing in them and like giving them our time because it's not really fair for me to say, oh, I want the arts to get more recognition, but then never pay attention to them myself, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the part of the problem is is that there's a lack of exposure. Like the most exposure a lot of students get is just the Clough Art Crawl, which happens every year. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, where essentially the entire Clough Undergraduate Learning Commons is covered in tech students' artwork or photography or any of those things. And that's for a little while. But I think that's the most exposure people get to Arts Attack. And that's part of the problem in that a lot of people don't really understand what they're missing out on, I guess, um, to say. And so moving forward, I think tech students have to push. And I know there has been some push from this student government administration, the undergraduate one. I know that they've wanted more support for Arts Attack, and I think that's a good thing to push for. But at the end of the day, you're going to need backing from a lot of the student body, and I don't think that exists currently, and I don't think it will exist for a while just because people are like so focused completely on their schoolwork that a lot of them are like, oh, I barely even have time for my hobbies and stuff like that. Why should I dedicate time to this, to art, which I don't really care about. I don't think it's that great. I want to do my schoolwork, get good grades, and then sleep, hang out with friends, that kind of thing. Like there just doesn't seem to be time in the day for some people. And I think part of the problem is that they don't feel like they can make time for art at Tech. Yeah, I think we see this play out in many different ways, but also something that is kind of close to my heart and that I think is like similarly looked over is um, student media. Um, (laughs) I know like there's a lot of issues around that and like in terms of how relevant student media is or like how much of a presence they have on campus and we have like different magazines and um, journals and even the technique which Casey and I are both a part of. Um, And, you know, like things like Erido and North Ave Review. And those things, I think, really do a good job of making campus culture really well-rounded and highlighting things on campus that we don't often see. And so, like, I know when I pick up a North Ave Review, I'm, like, really struck by how great the artwork is inside and how creative it is and how much work went into it. And same with Erido. You know, that's one of the great things about student media and, like, those organizations that we have on campus that really do a good job of publishing these creative outlets and the creative things that students are working on. Because, like, we are ultimately more than just a STEM school. Like, yeah, we're a STEM school and we're an engineering school, but there are so many different things that go into that. Like Casey was saying, like, engineering requires art and all of our other colleges require art and like art is still a big part of what we do and I think we should pay attention to that. Yeah and while a lot of the art on campus doesn't get a lot of recognition I know the High Museum of Art gets a lot of attention Mm -hmm. specifically that one of their most recent exhibitions they had the Infinity Mirror exhibit. Um, 
I heard from friends and just people in Atlanta in general that they were waiting like weeks to get tickets online and things like that. Why do you think that exhibit specifically was more successful than stuff on Tech Campus? That's a really interesting question um, that I myself don't know the answer to. And I was wondering the same thing because like, so this is kind of a weird example and I don't know if it's going to be relevant, but um, like my brother who genuinely does not ever, like I've never known him to go to a museum, went to this exhibit. And so I feel like it just drew in so many people and so many people that I know through tech and not through tech went to such extreme lengths to have access to this exhibit um and I mean it was beautiful like it was truly spectacular and I think everybody should go if they get the chance to but in terms of why that attracted so many people I'm not 100% sure yeah I think it probably has something to do with reputation um first of all the High Museum of Art has a great reputation for Mm -hmm. these kind of exhibits and then second of all the Infinity Mirror exhibit I've seen online so many times at this point from so many different people that I think if it comes anywhere near you, you just suddenly get that influx of like posts online, like social media. I know anytime anyone I knew on social media went, they were sure to post photos of it. And so it's just one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, this is really cool. This person posted the Infinity Mirror exhibit on their Instagram or whatever. You don't really see that on tech campus. Like there's not someone going to pick up an Erdo magazine and being like, wow, this is great. Like, let me share this with all my friends and that kind of stuff. Or let me go to the paper museum and see this cool exhibit about these handcrafted books. Right. Like that just doesn't happen. And I'm sure tech could help by being like going on their social media and being like, Hey, the paper science building has this great exhibit for the next few months. That is a bunch of handcrafted books that you may have never seen before. And it's really cool and you should check it out, but they don't. So I don't know. It's kind of double-edged sword, as I said earlier. On one hand, it's the students' fault. On the other, it's the institute's. I also wonder, like, how much of it is just, like, the general photographic qualities of these exhibits, which that might sound a little bit ridiculous, but you mentioned earlier um, everybody who gets a chance to go to Infinity Mirrors, you suddenly see pictures, like hundreds and hundreds of pictures in these exhibits, and, like, it is really breathtaking and definitely worth pictures but I almost feel like that is where a big part of the distinction comes in because if you think about the formation exhibit in the paper museum that's not really something that's like photographable if that I don't know if that's a word but like that's not necessarily something that people want to take a picture in front of and make us like their Facebook profile picture you know and I think that yes we're seeing that like as a culture we kind of value those things that we can take pictures of and showcase And so that might be like a very small element of it, but like I wonder how much that does play into it. It's just like, you know, how pretty is this thing or how will it look to everybody else? So Yeah, at the end of the day, I think it's just a lot of apathy. Yeah. Um, It's kind of a characterization of the Institute and the students at Tech now at this point that there's just the Institute doesn't care about the students and the students don't care about a lot of things. And that kind of apathy came up when we tried crowdsourcing for this issue, for this uh, episode, because we only got three people to respond, which is a lot fewer than usual, but let's go through a little, a few of them right now. So Danny first hasn't seen any on-campus exhibits, looks at Clough Art Crawl when it's happening and she's walking by. Saw, she said she saw something in the email about the third floor exhibit that we talked about earlier about Big Al the Tree. 
and that she thinks people are too busy and free time is precious. So she really hit home what we were talking about earlier. Yeah, that free time is precious, man. I mean, it's pretty true. So especially here at Tech. Um, next up, we heard from Aranoa, and they said that art could be more visible. Some color to campus would be nice, and professional and student art would be cool to see around campus. Um, they feel sort of like, quote, the big guys don't want to promote an artsy image of tech, which I guess I kind of see that a little bit. Um, that's a fair point, and especially like with some of the things that Casey and I have already touched on, like we focus so much on the image of like our big engineering or, you know, science innovation, things like that. But are we that concerned with putting out like, oh, this student did this really great piece of art. Let's look at it. Um, something that I was talking about earlier was, you know, like, I feel like I've heard so much about the Robotarium recently, which is cool, but like, it would be cool to also get that kind of recognition for other endeavors on campus. So I, I agree with you, Aranoa. Yeah. And then finally we have Jake. Jake says that local artists are super important. Atlanta art should be on display and that everyone's so technically minded and there's a huge divide between tech and art when really they're so similar. Jake, I agree completely. There's a huge overlap between art and engineering, and I think tech uh, as a school needs to focus more on that overlap um, in terms of making more well-rounded students and just making students that are more prepared for the uh, real world, but at the same time, the students need to want to put forth that effort and demand for that. Speaking of art, check out our latest issue published Friday the 15th. We will cover the Shenzhen campus in China nearing completion, Atlanta street art, and a review of the recent coin concert. Tune in next week for some more fresh, dank news from The Technique. Thanks for hanging out with us this week. If you have opinions about current events, let us know by tweeting us at neekpod or emailing podcast at neek.net. If you're interested in writing for The Technique or sending a letter to the editor, email us at opinions at neek.net. To support The Technique, pick up a fresh copy of our newspaper every Friday and tune in to Rec Radio at 91.1 FM. To hear more news, tune in on Mondays at 6 p.m. for Battleground. Thanks for listening. See See you next time. time.